Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast, where we ride you on our handlebars through the very best and sometimes the worst pops, pop, pops, pops. parts of pop culture media. <laughs> I am your host, Jake, and alongside me is my co-host, Luke. Henry Cavill can deadlift 435 pounds. Same, <laughs> if I wanted to. I can't. I, 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 I can maybe deadlift. 135. I can't even a live lift. Ooh. Okay, so what was it? Last week or the week before we talked about the fucking ending of Fight Club being changed? It was the week before last. Well, the ending got changed back to the original ending <laughs> Just in China. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. Apparently there was enough backlash in China for the fucking uh, whatever distribution company to right. fucking revert it back to the original ending, which oh. is weird, especially in China. Yeah, who was who was what was the backlash from from the people? Because China don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, China doesn't care they're, about the fucking people. They're probably all on like screen rant and stuff, and they're like, they're making fun of us. Change it back. <laughs> no one makes fun of us. They listen to our podcast. So, I know you're listening, China. So, in in case you ever want to go to China. To watch watch Fight Club. (laughs) I have it on DVD, which I will also never watch because it's on DVD. (laughs) Let's be honest. Okay, what do you got? I got... Have you heard of White Knight? I have because you told me last night. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, I don't think I have the... Yeah, it's a a movie. I thought it was originally a TV show for like HBO Max, but it's actually going to be a movie. It's picked up by MGM, but... Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to be playing the one, the only Jim Jones. Woohoo! I know. And, Pra- uh, praise be, says Luke. No. <laughs> and then uh, Chloe Grace Moritz. Moritz? Is, that, is it Moritz or Moritz? Moritz? I don't know. Moritz? 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 Uh, whatever. Maracas. Yeah. She is signed on to play Deborah Layton, which is a survivor from the Jonestown Massacre. Mm. Uh, it says the film is based on Seductive Poison, a memoir by uh, Deborah Layton, a survivor of the Jonestown Sounds Massacre. Sounds like a romance novel. Yeah, I, I seductive feel like poison. there should be a guy with long hair <laughs> yeah. on the front of it and a rose in his mouth. Uh, a survivor of the Jonestown Massacre where over 900 members of the Jones People Temple cult died as a part as part of a mass murder-suicide in 1978, Man. which we talked about before. Which is with Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. which is a different project. Yeah, it says White Knight becomes a second high-profile Jonestown project in development in Hollywood. The fuck? With Leo signing on to play Jones for an MGM project. So it wasn't MGM for this one. I don't I don't know who this got picked up by, but I don't know if we need two Jim Jones Yeah, movies. it's so weird that the two high-profile projects about fucking... Jonestown is coming yeah. out now at the same time. You couldn't pick another, I don't know, cult leader, yeah. serial killer, any. There's been plenty. Oh, uh, all the good looking ones are taken. Jim Jones wasn't good looking, though. That's what I'm saying. True. Ted Bundy, it's been a million fucking projects about him. So many. Ted Bundy said that already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Clown Charles killer. Manson. 
He's, That's not a bad one. He's sexy. Could have done that one. Yeah, also. but he's he's been on like Mindhunter and he was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, I was thinking, why can't I think of Gacy? Oh, like, the John Peacock Gacy just had like that whole documentary about him. He's Peacock hot right did? now. Go make a movie. Oh, about he's so him. fucking so hot, hot dude. right now. Um, who who are the two fucking serial killers that were in California at the same time? Uh. Was that Ed big? Kemper. Yep, he's sexy. And then, oh, what was the other one? Who cares? Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> I just remember Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper would be a cool movie because he was fucked up. He was in Mindhunter, too. He was. I missed that show. That was a great show. Well, you haven't finished it yet. Oh, you haven't? No. I, I don't was... want to because it got fucking canceled. Yeah, it's only two seasons. Yeah. I watched it all, and I'm like, oh, there'll be a third season for sure. And they're like... Third season postponed, and then third season yeah. canceled. Yeah, indefinitely. So pissed. I, how far into it are you? Um, don't remember. We did you get to the part where he's in Atlanta for the child murders? What the fuck? I didn't give anything away. There's child murders. I, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, all right. <laughs> this has been a while. Well, I, I originally read that there had been new developments in that case of the child murder case in Atlanta, and that's why they like had to postpone. And I guess they just never wanted to pick it back up again, mm. which sucks because that was a great show. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the younger dude, he was in the terrible Matrix movie that was just he? came out. Yeah, I hadn't watched. He it. played uh, the new or the same agent, but he looks different. Um, and the older one, mm-hmm. he. Was just in Nightmare Alley from Guillermo del Toro. Oh, really? Which was decent. Decent movie. Fine. Two and a half hours. Oh. <laughs> but it's on Hulu if you want to check it out. I definitely will probably check that out at some point. Uh, what I, I was actually surprised, we'll talk about this later, that Batman movie was almost two hours as well. For being 1989. Oh, yeah. I was surprised. It was, it was like two hours and six minutes. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, I thought it was only going to be like hour and a half like tops. 90 minutes. That's yeah. how, how every movie used to be. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't I don't think I've ever seen uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in a role where he plays someone like that. He's always been like kind of the stand-up guy. I don't remember in Looper what kind of. He was the younger version of Bruce Willis. Yeah, but he wasn't like a bad guy. Um, I can't. I can't see him as a bad guy. So I'm. I'm actually kind of excited to see him in that role of a a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he hasn't done a ton lately, has he? I can't, oh, I can't fuck. Even remember the last thing he was in. He. You just had a show on Apple TV. Oh, did he? Yeah, M- Mr. Corman. Mm. Which is the show about him. Just having like anxiety. All right. <laughs> Him playing a teacher with anxiety and logic was in it. He never had anxiety until he watched the Jonestown tapes. That's how he got anxiety for the show. Same. Okay. Um next up, Bruce Willis gets his own category this year at the Razzies after featuring in eight movies in twenty twenty one. Wait, he was in eight movies in twenty twenty one? I guess. What? <laughs> the there's a Facebook group that I'm in. Fucking, uh, there's a running joke where they make fun of 
Bruce Willis. Oh, really? Because of how terrible, like most of his movies are. Yeah, <laughs> like recently, there he was in a Mexican ad for some beer. Really? Yeah, and that was definitely Photoshop. Like he, it just looked like a stock Bruce Willis <laughs> photo with the beer logo on a Photoshop on a shirt. He honestly should assume the role of like executive producer producer where he gets paid for all these movies but doesn't actually have to be in them anymore i'm pretty sure he like in his contract he requires to get paid like at least like a million dollars really yeah guys caked up uh the category is called worst performance by bruce willis in a 2021 movie (laughs) the movies that he was in i've never heard of any of these um American Siege, nope. Apex, Cosmic Sin, stop me if you've heard any, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass. Wow. Out of Death. Out of Death? Out of Death. What does that even mean? <laughs> and Survive the Game. What was the first one? American Siege. I feel like I maybe not heard anything about that. <laughs> like, it's, it's such a basic name. You're like... Have I heard of that? They're like those really shitty games on Steam. Or it's just generic name. Apex. Yeah. Or like a or like a fucking shitty ripoff of like Call of Duty. It's like fucking Call of Honor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure there's a movie called Call of Honor as well. He might be in it. Who knows? Um do you wanna do you want me to list off all the rest of the Razzie categories? Yeah, let's do it. Um Let's see. First one is Worst Picture. Nominated for Worst Picture is Diana the Musical, and in parentheses, the Netflix version. What? I don't even know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Infinite, Karen, Space Jam, A New Legacy, (laughs) and The Woman in the Window. I've only heard of Space Jam and um, The Woman in the the Window. Yeah, I was going to say, I think... I've heard of Woman in the Window and obviously Space Jam. Space Jam was worst pick. They nominated it for worst picture. It was a fucking terrible movie. I, I get that. It wasn't a great movie, but I'm sure there have been worse movies made this year. I mean, it's supposed to be a year. kid's movie, and they had the fucking droogs from uh, Clockwork Orange in it. Yeah, I guess you got a point. And the mask was in it, who's a fucking psychopath that murders people. Uh, the second category is worst actor. Ooh, Scott Eastwood from <laughs> In Dangerous. Never heard of that movie. Ro Hartramp nailed it <laughs> as Prince Charles in Diana the Musical. I might have watched it. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't specify if it's a Netflix version. So, uh, LeBron James in <laughs> Space Jam: A New Legacy. Uh, that one I agree with. Ben Platt. And Dear Evan Hansen, which is like a 30-year-old that looks like a 40-year-old playing a high school student. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg in Infinite. Mark Wahlberg. I've never even heard of Infinite. And then Worst Actress, Amy Adams, The Woman in the Window. Uh, Gianna DeWall from Diana the Musical. (laughs) (laughs) Megan Fox in Midnight in the Switchgrass. There's uh, yep, there it is again. 
Taryn Manning and Karen and Ruby Rose and Vanquish. I think I actually seen I like watched a movie or see a trailer or anything for it, but I think I was scrolling through Amazon or maybe it was Netflix and I saw Karen and I think it was supposed to be a horror movie about a Karen. Um I think it says what it is further down. Mm, okay. Uh, we're supporting actress Amy Adams and Dear Evan Hansen, Sophie Cookson in Infinite, Aaron Davey as Camilla in Diana the Musical, <laughs> Judy Kay as both Queen Elizabeth and Barbara Cartland in Diana, Diana the, the Musical, Musical. <laughs> Taryn Manning in Every Last One of Them. Was she on something else? Oh, yeah, she was in Karen. Damn, Taryn Manning, you need a better fucking agent. Worst supporting actor, Ben Affleck in The Last Duel. Jordan and I started watching that. Yeah. We're like, this shit's fucking boring. We only got like 10 minutes into it. I, fucking I, turned it off. I think it was in our bonus episode, wasn't Justin talking about how it's the same story told from three separate point of views? Maybe. <laughs> you didn't even get that far. Um, Nick Cannon is apparently getting movie roles still. And The Misfits. Probably not a documentary about the misfits. No, and I feel like he should just win that award always. Mel Gibson in Dangerous. Gareth Keegan as as James Hewitt, the muscle-bound horse trainer, Diana the Musical. Oh, well. That's his title. That makes me want to watch that movie now. (laughs) James Hewitt, the muscle-bound horse trainer. Oh, my God. Jared Leto in House of Gucci. (laughs) That makes sense. Worst performance, oh, worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. Um, oh boy, where does it say? I just oh that. yeah, uh, right here. Worst remake, ripoff, or sequel? Karen. It's an inadvertent remake of Cruella Deville. What? I don't know. <laughs> I just looked up Diana the Musical because I've never heard it before, and some of the pictures look terrible. Look awesome. <laughs> I I kind of want to watch this just because of how terrible it seems. Well, show me. I, I'm going to pull up a picture. It's literally just a stage performance. Uh, like a high school level production? It, it kind of <laughs> looks that way. All right. Um the director of Dying of the Musical is Christopher Ashley. Never heard of them. Nope. What the fuck? The director of uh, Karen, their name is Coke. Just Coke? Coke Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe their their parents were, like, a huge fan of Jack and Coke. Or she... Took on the moniker because that's how much what she actually needs to do to write movies. Mm. Direct movies. So that that's the Razzies, ladies that's and gentlemen. It. Tune in. I don't know when. <laughs> to never we'll we'll <laughs> never revisit them. We at the end of the year should do a Razzie type of award show where we name the worst movies and actors of the year in our opinion. I think that's Possibly what's going to be our next bonus episode. Oh, hell yeah. I was thinking either that or just like a movie commentary where we just sit down on my couch and... I like that too. Fucking just commentate like some popular movie. I'm down for that. 
So subscribe to the Patreon if you want to hear that. Subscribe. That half half brained idea we haven't really completed yet. Oh, yeah, I've been thinking on this. Long and hard. So it's like three quarter brain. Hell yeah. Well, after the much I don't know. What's the word I'm thinking for? The su- the success. The the much Deserve success of Bohemian Rhapsody. Lionsgate has picked up a biopic on Michael Jackson. Oh, boy. Have you heard this? Have you seen this? Heard about this? It's by Jay Leno. Uh, it says, Lionsgate lands a new movie, Michael. Michael? Based on the life of Michael Jackson from Graham King, who was the producer of Bohemian Rhapsody. Based on the life and career of the famous superstar, co-executors of the singers, yeah, co-executors of the singers' estate also serve as producers on the film. Oh boy! Thus ensuring the coveted seal of approval from the subject's family. Uh, screenplay screenplay is being penned by Oscar-nominated writer John Logan, who previously collaborated with King on Scorsese's *The Aviator*, which I like that movie, the Howard Hughes movie. Didn't that come out like years ago? Yeah. Like a over a decade. Ago. Yeah, it's probably the Maybe only like, notable thing he's did. They're like, ah, let's go back and try to find <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, it says little else has been revealed about the film, and no director or cast has been announced. But the names behind it suggest that eyes are on award potentials. Might be the Razzies, hopefully, or the 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 Bikies. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. I like that. Uh, That's why I'm the idea guy. I don't really care about watching a movie about michael jackson's life yeah I don't especially care. i in other uh articles they said that it's not gonna be a sugar-coated depiction like they're gonna do the whole child abuse scandal yeah. and all that in there we'll Fucking see if Joe that jackson. actually happens with the estate behind it but only thing I'm curious about is, is a, joe jackson still alive i don't know i fucking doubt Fucking it. tito i don't freaking know uh the only thing i'm Curious about is who's going to play Michael Jackson, and then who's going to Macaulay Culkin <laughs> in blackface for the early years, yeah. uh, and then who's going to do the voice? Because for Freddie Mercury's voice, they had uh, a, I forget his name, but he used to do videos on YouTube and he sounded exactly like Freddie Mercury. He had him singing Bo Burnham. That's it. So I'm wondering who's going to be the voice for. For the MJ biopic. Mm. Got any suggestions? Macaulay Culkin. Me. Ooh. Do you know something I don't? I'll do I'll, I'll do a terrible job, but I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it for $2 million. I'll even take $1 million. Oh. That's how selfless I am. In serious. Um, yeah, the... I don't really like the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. It was fine. Like, it... It was produced by Brian May and the other. Yeah. Well, same thing. It's going to be produced by the estate of Michael Jackson, so, so you know that it wasn't truly accurate. Yeah, that was nowhere near accurate from what, from what I have read. And but we all know how it ended. He died. He died. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay. I don't know. Who do you think could... Rami Malek, fuck it. <laughs> Probably. Just get him for all the biopics. Yeah, um, I, I honestly have no clue. I was trying to think about this. I'm like, who would be a good MJ? Michael uh, Jordan? 
Yeah. Ooh. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, honestly, you could probably do it. Is uh, what's his name? God damn it, Jamie Fox. Not so for the singing, but like I seen Jamie Fox do, like he's Ray Charles. Ray Charles, but he's also gonna be doing a Mike Tyson biopic. Oh, and he gets like real in depth with like impressions. So like I could see him doing a good job with the voice and mannerisms. Not so much the look, maybe, but well, definitely not in his later years. No, definitely not in his later years. They have to have him dubbed over Macaulay Culkin. All right, moving on. So, Sony is moving on, or yeah, moving forward with their fucking version of the MCU. Dakota Johnson tapped to play first female superhero, Madame Web, or Madame Web. This comes from Deadline. Following the massive success of Spider-Man: No Way Home, which is all thanks to fucking Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sony is Sony's just patting themselves on the back there. <laughs> Sony is looking to expand on its universe of Marvel characters as sources tell Deadline that Dakota Johnson is in talks to star in the studio's Madam Web movie. S.J. Clarkson is on board to direct the pick. I looked up what they directed and I forgot. I don't know why I didn't fucking include it in my notes. <laughs> In the comics, Madam Web is depicted as an elderly woman with miasenthemia. Mesothelioma? No. <laughs> My, miasenthemia? Something. Yep. Gravis. Gravis? Gravy? Yep. Yep. And thus was connected to a life support system that looked like a spider web. Due, her, due to her age and medical condition, Madam Web never actually fought any villains. Like, never actively fought any villains. For that reason, sources have stressed it's possible the project could turn into something else. Well, yes. I saw that there was a different version of uh, female spider superhero Mm -hmm. that she's probably playing because it'd be boring as fuck to fucking watch someone just sit there. and When it says first... Female superhero? Is it so? Is it just like they're saying Sony's first female superhero movie? Yeah. Okay. I was like, that doesn't sound right, but that makes more sense. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that'd be a boring-ass movie if she's just in a hospital bed with mesothelioma uh, yeah. or whatever a the fuck it was. fucking spiderweb life support hospital bed. And she never actually... It's two and a half hours. It is... Uh, yeah. Beep. Beep. <laughs> beep. <laughs> Nurse comes every, every once in a while, she just blinks her eyes. <laughs> Everyone gets excited. And Sony's like, we have a hit. Fucking Sony. Fucking Sony. They should just stop. They should just sell all their Spider-Man property to fucking... Anybody else, really? Marvel. Yeah. I mean, Marvel has the money to buy it. They're just holding out because they're like, we can't make these movies unless you help us and get us a bunch of money from these movies. Well, if they want to buy Sony, they have to buy, like, all of Sony. No, but the properties. Yeah, but Sony's not going to willingly fucking yeah, get them Yeah. They probably have the money to buy Sony, though. Yeah. I mean, but Marvel's Son- owned by Disney, so Disney has the money to buy Sony. Disney's going to end up buying everything anyways. Yeah, it's good. All hail Disney. Yeah. Well, from a possible Spider-Woman, I guess, to 
Spider-Man, kind of. Uh, Tom Holland was quoted, is the word. Quoted. <laughs> Recently interview about, well, he was asked, what video game would he like to bring to the big screen next? Of course, he's filming, or just got done filming. It's already coming out soon. Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. And apparently has his sights set on Jack and Daxter. Don't care. <laughs> I mean, I've played the game. It's fine. I don't think I, I've ever played the game. I don't know how much he could actually like make a full-length movie out of that style game. I mean, they've made yeah. Sonic. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> fucking Mario Brothers. I've seen the, uh, the preview for Sonic 2. Yeah, like the full preview in theaters, and it finally, was great. it looked good. Yeah, it came out like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I know, but whatever. Anyways, he was quoted in saying, "I would like to make a Jack and Daxter movie. I would play Jack, but I would make it at a two four, so it was really weird and like dark. Oh, that's a weird choice. <laughs> yeah, I I would do like a really weird live action version of Jack and Daxter. Unquote. Hmm." I don't. Eight two four. They came out with like fucking like hereditary and oh, did they? And uh, midsummer. So. Daxter like is just a ferret that's dead on his shoulder the entire time that he talks to. That's a. He's got to be like just talking shit, like not <laughs> serious, because no way would fucking a twenty four be like. No. Yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> let's pick up this fucking children's game and. Make it weird like all of her fucking movies. No, definitely not. But I, I think it's cool that Tom Holland's like, I would definitely make another adaptation of a video game. Oh. Even at, which I also saw the the full trailer for Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like fucking Tom Holland's playing a younger version of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg's in it. Yeah, I know. Speaking of Mark Wahlberg, I read a in an article recently that he doesn't do superhero movies because he doesn't want to wear tights. And because no one wants to put him in a superhero movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of superhero with a Boston, a shitty Boston accent is there? There's probably some, right? Mm, I'm sure. And I'm sure there's some fucking superheroes that you could give a Boston accent. That's and true. It fit them like fucking Booster Gold and... Um, Shit, who the fuck? Like, there's one called the Blue Devil. You could probably give him. That's true. It's close. Say hi to your mother for me. (laughs) But I don't think I'd watch. I don't think I'd watch Mark Wahlberg in a. I don't think I'd watch Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. I can't even remember the last Mark Wahlberg movie I watched, to be honest. Uh, shit. Probably for me was fucking. uh, Pain and Gain. With The Rock the and, Rock. Yeah. and uh, the Anthony Mackie. Yeah. That was the one where they were like, smuggling steroids or whatever, right? I think so. Yeah. I think I watched that. I mean, I've watched uh, The Other Guys recently, but I mean, that's not one of oh, those yeah. recent movies. That's good, still a good movie. Yeah, definitely. Still like it. Yeah, you get, uh, so you got some, some, some quick hitters? I got, I got a, three quick hitters for you. So, Steven Soderbergh uh, wants people in superhero movies to fuck. Um, and Eternals. Oh, yeah, there's that orgy in the field, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I think in Wonder Woman 1984, Wonder Woman and the dude that Steve Trevor inhabits, they fuck. Well, there you go, Steven Soderbergh. Maybe you should watch more hero movies. Yeah, loser. Uh, Joe Rogan has said the N-word a lot. I saw that. <laughs> like 27 times, apparently. And then, just a quick, Jackass beat Moonfall at the box office over the weekend. <laughs> Not surprising. Not surprising. Who wants to watch a movie about the moon trying to fight us? Uh, we'll get to it when we do the spoiler alert, but I went to go see Jackass on Friday when it came out. Yeah, thanks for the invite. And you were invited. <laughs> and the guy behind us in line. Was Steve-O? No, that'd be fucking great. I <laughs> uh, went to see Moonfall, and he was around my age. I'm like, over Jackass, really? But hey. And he was the only one. He was the only guy in there. <laughs> Moonfall made $10 at the box <laughs> office, and it was from him. Okay. You got any other quick hitters? No, that's all I got. Uh, Yeah, the Joe Rogan thing. I saw that The Rock, uh, like, denounced his support for Joe Rogan after it can relate that Joe Rogan said the N-word a lot. But I didn't see The Rock backing Joe Rogan. I just saw him denouncing him. I think when all the artists started taking their music off of Spotify because of his pushing COVID misinformation bullshit, I think the, the, The Rock supported him, not so much of his what he was saying i think he supported just being able to speak freely mm. and then when rogan was speaking freely and saying the n-word he's like whoa okay <laughs> sorry i to back that up there <laughs> apparently i had to do all of my fucking research fucking who like how big do you have to be for someone to give a fuck about what your opinion is like did how did the rock come out with that message was he asked or did he's like I now know that Joe Rogan is a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't and know. People want to listen. I don't. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> I I know he's a fucking busy guy. He's fucking uh, working on Black Adam. He's working on the fucking XFL. Oh yeah, he's uh, working. I forgot about that. So it just reminds me of that Chappelle skit, or I think it was in stand up. He's talking about <laughs> Hurricane Katrina, and they're like. Now with more on Hurricane Katrina, or get their opinions on Hurricane Katrina, let's ask Ja Rule. (laughs) It seems like that. It's like, now we need more opinions. Let's ask The Rock. Who cares? Well, he's like the biggest celebrity and fucking, uh, I want to say entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, he's an entrepreneur. He started businesses. I mean, he's an entrepreneur. He's a mogul. He's he a mogul businesses. That's yeah. Like fucking Elon Musk. He's a mogul at this point. He's a mogul. If he ran for president, would you vote for him? No. I <laughs> probably would. Uh as long as his campaign was his uh WWE entrance, like he'd come out to if you smell what the rock is cooking, and then came out to do a speech, he'd have my vote hundred percent. Well, yeah, if he, uh, like, did a press conference, and he, like... Full promo. Every time he announced, like, the new fucking uh, new platform or whatever yeah. that, that he stood for, you, it's like, <laughs> this is what The Rock is cooking. 
Um, every time he goes to a different, I mean, he's, he's pretty fucking smart. Yeah, he is pretty smart. I just, I just want to hear him every time he goes to a different city to campaign. He's like, finally, the Rock has come back to Nashville or whatever. He has to come out to fucking like s- smoke like fog machines and shit. <laughs> Pyro, yeah, he's so good. <laughs> His running mate's the Undertaker, and, and before he talks to. Talks to the microphone. He has to take off his fucking yes. his fucking <laughs> his elbow pad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now he has my vote for sure. <laughs> but as long as he does that, yeah, as long as he does that. Okay, should should we move on to spoiler alert? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Okay, what have you been reading, watching, and or listening to? Well, my lady, I'll start with watching. And as I mentioned earlier, Friday I went and saw Jackass, and it's hilarious. Mm. Uh, I will say this: I don't think it's my favorite Jackass movie. I think Jackass Three was probably my favorite because that's when the gang was still all together. But this does have a lot of funny shit in it. Like I was laughing the entire time. Even though there was a... The entire time? Literally the entire time. Even during the previews? Uh, Even when you're standing in line to buy your tickets? Yes, it was a a hilarious endeavor. (laughs) There was this guy in the theater, though. Uh, So I went with... uh, Justin was there. He was there, but you guys didn't go together? No, we did. (laughs) But uh, as it was starting, he's like, woo! Which gave this guy in the crowd a A boner? No, the oh. green light to just be screaming oh. and doing stupid shit the entire movie. Well, thanks, Justin. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't go, for that, Justin. But uh, I don't know how much I actually want to give away. So the opening clip is a spoof on like an old Godzilla movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and like Power Rangers type shit. Yeah, kind of like that. Or it's people in costumes with fucking uh, sorta. So it's 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 Godzilla. And it's the green monster, and he's, like, destroying the city and taking out the cast members. Uh, but Godzilla is Chris Pontius's penis, painted green oh with eyes on it. <laughs> and it's, like, walking on the balls. And, yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. And what what I did like about it is they showed the cinematics of it and then they would cut to Chris Pontius, like with the miniature set underneath him and his penis going, <laughs> and then back to the cinematics. One of our friends said that uh, him and his boyfriend went and saw it, and fucking, he said that there was a lot of like genital mutilation. Oh, there's so much genital mutilation. But uh, then I told him that you went and saw it. He's like, yeah, but it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, they. Did this thing where they kind of revisited some of the stuff from like the TV show, like the cup test. Oh, yeah. They did it like 20 years later on the day, but they kind of like amped it up. And that's where you see like Francis Nagano in the preview punching Danger Aaron in the cup. Yeah. But they also did one with the, uh, it was, I think she was a professional softball player. She had the fastest softball pitch or something. And she was fucking pitching softballs at, Aaron's dick, but 
not everyone hit him right in the cup, so there'd be a couple on the sides of his oh, thigh. Oh, yeah. Just nailing him in the thigh. And then what was the other one? There was, oh, same guy from last time that we forgot the name of. Dave England. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was like, what the fuck you talking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Aaron was laying. I, I forgot that we forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron was laying spread eagle on the ground, and uh, uh, Dave England took a pogo stick and jumped on his dick. Fuck with it. that. And the slow mo, you can see that. It's fucking ball pops. <laughs> when it came down, the pogo stick pinched his testicle against the ground, and it was all bleeding and bruised. All right, was, that's enough. It was bad. That's enough. It's a lot of. If you don't like testicles, don't go see this movie, but. I mean, it's jackass and it's hilarious. Mm. There was only one clip with Bam in it, and there was no like, "Hey, this is Bam Margera" or anything like that. Like, no name placard. It was they all had um, musical instruments, and they marched in a line onto a treadmill and got bucked off the treadmill. And you just kind of see Bam in the slow mo. He was one of the the band members. And that's it. That's the only. That's the only clip he had in the entire movie. Mm. I wonder if that was like the studio's way of not getting sued by him. Yeah, I, w- I was wondering about that too, and I was wondering if he's going to have any more in Jackass Point Five Forever. <laughs> five ever. Um, was his name in the credits? I don't remember. I didn't actually read the credits, so maybe somewhere. But yeah, I wonder if they're like, "Hey, we'll g- we'll give you like the." We'll give you like a million dollars. Yeah. Just don't sue us. Uh, and then fi- just last little bit on this. At the end of the movie, there was a nice little tribute to Ryan Dunn. Because mm. it's the first movie that's came out without him in it. Because it's been so long. So that was that was pretty cool to see. Wait, he died? <gasps> Have you been watching anything? Uh, Jordan and I watched this movie called The Kid Detective. Which, that sounds like it should be on Disney Plus, but it's it, trust me, it's a good fucking movie. Is it? Uh, it's directed by Evan Morgan and stars Adam Brody as Abe Applebaum, uh, a once celebrated kid detective, now thirty-two, continues to solve the same trivial mysteries between hangovers and bouts of self-pity, hmm. until a naive client brings him his first quote-unquote adult case. To find out who brutally murdered her boyfriend, like it starts out, it starts out with like, um, like this stereotypical like Nancy Drew town, mm-hmm. like feel good, and there's this kid detective who's super smart, solving like simple crimes of like who stole the fundraiser money box, and right? Shit. And then uh, this chick gets kidnapped and like vanishes, and he's unable to solve it solve the solve that case so he's like depressed but still doing fucking detective work as he gets older and uh like the as good subtle humor and like there's like a good mystery to it hmm i like i I really enjoy mystery like sherlock holmes shit so i'll definitely have to what, what was that on uh well you'd have to rent it oh okay i well I think I, I think I bought it. Oh, did you? I think you have to buy it because <laughs> renting it's the same fucking price. Oh, in that case, yeah, it was like thirteen bucks. But I don't, I don't feel like 
uh, going a different route right. to getting it. So I was like, fuck it. I'll buy it. 13 how, bucks. How old is that movie? Uh, 2019 or oh, 2020. So fairly recent. Yeah. I think it's 2020. Really good movie. Heck yeah. Recommend it. Um, still fucking, still listening to fucking Under the Dome. Under the Dome. Dang. That fucking movie's getting wild. <laughs> They're fucking finding out like what is generating the dome. It's like this. I don't want to tell you because I, I know you want to fucking read I'll, it. Yeah. Uh, That's the next day I'm going to. There's a chapter from a dog's perspective. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's people fucking smoking crack in the name of Jesus. Hell Wait, yeah. no, it's meth. Smoking yeah. meth in the name of Jesus. Fuck yeah. People committing murder in the name of Jesus. What? Um, oh, that's been since the dawn of time. Yeah, pretty much all the shitty people in this town are doing shitty things in the, in the name of Jesus. Because was there a police station underneath the dome? Well, I mean, there the dome is above ground, and it. it I like, know, but like where the dome came down. Yeah. Inside the dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, yep. yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's a wild fucking book. Have they tried to dig underneath the dome yet? Yeah. Okay, it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, they're doing, like, the government and military was doing tests, like, trying to do seismic fucking tests and shit, trying to figure out how fucking far down it goes, and it goes down, like, an infinite amount. Oh, shit. And it appears to, like, go up an infinite amount, too. So, and... Um, like they figure out what may or may not be causing the the dome to be oh, generated. See, and I want to know, but I'm also going to read it. So <laughs> it's, it's dude, it's such a fucking long book. <laughs> uh, right right here, yeah, it's fucking thing. It's thick. Yeah, it is. Almost as name little, name a more iconic duo than Stephen King and being thick. <laughs> uh, speaking of Stephen King and. Again, I don't want to give away too much because you're probably going to read the book too, but I finished, read and finished Billy Summers because mm. uh, we yeah. talked about it last week, and I was like, I need to know what that story is, and it's pretty freaking good. Who pretty freaking good? Who knew that Stephen King could write a book so Whew. good? Um, it's about a... Uh, a guy named Billy Summers. He's, yes, his name is Billy Summers. His name's William he, Winters. He was a sniper in Afghanistan or Iraq, Fallujah, whatever that. Oh, one of the main characters in Under the Dome. He was a like a uh, investigator in the military. Nice in Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, but after the war, he got hired basically as a hitman because he was so good at shooting. And but he only shoots bad people, kind of like a Dexter thing where he's a serial killer that only kills bad people. What? Yeah. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> uh and he this was supposed to be his last job, of course. One last job. But also, I mean, he it's Stephen King's well aware that they're the old trope of one last job, so he makes it aware that's like this is my last job, everything goes wrong on the last job and every, yeah. And again, everything goes wrong in the last job, and then chaos ensues. But I thought it was cool that there was an Overlook Hotel reference in, yeah, because yeah. mm. his uh, his alibi to be in this town is he's a writer, and 
to he had to be there for a while before the the target showed up so he actually started writing and he started writing oh my his, god maybe this fucking book is secretly about stephen king maybe he poses as a writer but he's really a fucking hit man <laughs> uh so he actually starts writing and he starts writing his story later on in the book he's in the mountains in a cabin and he's writing and there's a picture on the wall of the hedge animals mm. from the overlook hotel Ooh. and he he finds it disturbing and he keeps turning the uh the picture around yeah and then every time he goes back in there it's right side up and the hedge animals seem to be like in a slightly different position like in the shining yeah and i was i was wondering if at some point they were gonna bring up the fact that what was the guy's name in the shining jack jack torrance yeah the dad yeah yeah he was a writer Mm -hmm. and i was wondering if they're gonna like kind of tie that in with the overlook hotel and he's a writer i i know they never really made that connection but you can in your brain or you can just (laughs) take it from me i'm not going to because he told me to (laughs) but yeah i'm not going to give away too much because you said that you wanted to read that at some point you said it was like a shorter book uh no well it was i think to listen was like 13 hours but it was weird because it was 199 chapters but the some of the chapters were like one minute long. Weird. So, it, I if I'd say it's probably maybe a th- thirty chapter book in all. Right. Uh, if you want a like a shorter shorter read slash listen, um, right there, the girl who loved Tom Gordon. Yeah, it's on, that's on my list. That's a good fucking little short story. Short, <laughs> quote unquote, short. Currently, I'm I'm reading uh, Mr. Mercedes. Dude, the fucking trilogy. Oh, do you? Yeah. I didn't know there was a trilogy. I read the whole fucking trilogy. Heck yeah. Mr. Mercedes so far is pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mercedes, Finders Keepers, End of Watch. And uh, the chick. It, has it introduced Holly yet? No. Oh, well, the chick named Holly, she's also uh, in The Outsider. Oh, really? Yeah. Heck nice, yeah. Nice little tie-in. But, he he seems to tie in a lot of his books. Uh, Mr. Mercedes had a show, but it was on AT&T TV. Oh, so nobody watched it? Uh, we Jordan and I watched quite a bit of it because my dad used to have it. Oh, okay. Uh, but they cast like a accurate version of Holly. Mm-hmm. She's like uh, like this weird, anxious person, but super fucking smart. Uh-huh. But in the... Outsider show, they casted uh, the, I don't know, they casted, like, the wrong actress. Like, the actress tried to portray that, but you could tell. That she didn't know how. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And the Outsider show fucking sucked. I, uh, we need, really, should get sponsored by fucking Scribed, because. Or Scribd. Or Scribd, or whatever whatever it is. Because they've changed my life when it comes to that. Dude, fuck Audible. But uh let's see. Speaking of Audible, did you did you see that uh Amazon raised the price of Prime again? Oh yeah, then they raised it to like thirteen something. Uh it was, oh, it was for the yearly subscription that they raised it. That's right. Yeah, it was, they raised it from hundred and nineteen to like hundred and thirty nine. Oh yeah. Which a year. Which they're fucking like slow like not even slowly, but they're seems like they're going away with a two day fucking shipping. I have Prime and I haven't had two day shipping yeah. in a long ass time. 
dumb. But it, there's so much shit on the fucking website. Yeah. That you can get. And, and I, I mean, if I was one that utilized every aspect of Amazon, because they have like Amazon wardrobe where you can buy a shirt, try it on if you like it, I've then buy it, you know? I've all right. done that. And then all that stuff, I would probably pay for it, but I don't. I just want the free two day shipping. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I really want is two day shipping. Because they have like Amazon Auto. Where, like, it tells you... Oh, yeah. And, like, a whole bunch of... Just a shit that you didn't even know existed on Amazon. If you just hit the menu, you're like, oh, that's a thing? Yeah. That's how you fucking... You input your fucking car specs. You <laughs> yeah. can buy parts. It's going to be Amazon and Disney owning everything. And fucking Amazon, you can buy, like, uh, it, uh, like prescriptions. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's insane what... How much the stuff they have? It's 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 probably the bubble's gonna pop at some point, but we'll see. Hopefully, and I mean, I sometimes use utilize Prime Video. I use Prime Video quite often. That's how we watch the the Tender Bar. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I I, I see with like Netflix and all that being like nine ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine, depending on what plan you have. Like the fact that I pay, I don't know how much I pay for Prime nine ninety nine or thirteen ninety nine. And get the the streaming service kind of is worth it to me because that's just like paying for Netflix or whatever. Yeah, right. And then you get the free two-day shipping, even though it always comes in a week. (laughs) Okay, should we move on to the... um, What are we calling this? Uh, We haven't came up with a name. (laughs) Uh, Let's call it... We're going to cover... Bram Stoker's Dracula, but we ran out of time, so we coincidentally both watched 1989 Batman. 1989 Batman. Okay, so if you don't know, it's directed by Tim Burton and stars Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, Jack Nicholson as Jack Napier slash Joker, Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale. And fucking Billy D. Williams, yeah, as I fucking that, Harvey Dent. I thought that was a odd choice, but it worked. So, the Dark Knight of Gotham City begins his war on crime with his first major enemy being Jack Napier, a criminal who becomes the clownishly homicidal Joker. So, it's pretty campy. It's incredibly campy. <laughs> but I love the look of of Gotham. Look, yeah, it looks very gothic and. Uh, like a it has like its own personality. Yeah, it, it's not just New York named yeah, Gotham or Chicago. Oh, yeah, which I I enjoy that too. Uh, and Jack Jack Nicholson. I always want to say Jack Nicholas, but that's a golfer. <laughs> Jack Nicholson was the perfect person to play Joker, at least in 1989. I feel yeah, did a great job. I always I it Maybe you have this in some kind of trivia. How did they get his... Was that all makeup to look, look like his smile sure, was yeah. pinned back? Or did they pin it back a little bit? Uh, pretty sure it was just makeup. Oh. Well, it looked great. That did. It looked uh, definitely great for, for the time, especially. I love um, before Joker's accident, when they're in the chemical plant, and he shoots the the dirty cop that was working for him. Was it 
Was that Bullock? Yes, I believe so. The fat, yeah, fat guy. Uh he just kind of shoots him vaguely. Like it doesn't ever show <laughs> where he gets shot. He just kind of he shoots and he just kind of flies backwards with his arms out. And I, we were watching, and Caleb's like, "Where did he? Where did he shoot him at?" I was like, <laughs> "Indiscriminately, I don't know. <laughs> there, somewhere. <laughs> Just gesture, probably <laughs> there, there." <laughs> uh, speaking of getting shot, oh, fucking like Bruce Wayne and Batman both get shot a lot and or shot at a lot. Like yes, uh, when the let's get nuts scene, he gets shot. When he sees Joker on the steps and, like, him and his goons are shooting guns, like, Bruce Wayne walks towards him fucking... Yeah, it gets, like, right in the arm. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it just takes out his sweater or whatever, but still. One thing I that I don't like about this fucking movie is the fucking Prince songs. Every song is written and performed by Prince. I hate it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a Prince fan, so... Like when they're going through the museum, yeah, destroying everything, yeah, and it's like, oh, it's Prince again. Yeah, kind of takes takes you out of the scene. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Robin Williams was cast as the Joker. Oh, really? Yeah, because they couldn't get Jack Nicholson, but then they went back to Jack Nicholson. They're like, hey, we cast Robin Williams and. Uh, Nicholson's like, okay, I'll do it. Oh, wow. And That's some shade. Rob Williams was Rob better Williams. about it being used as, like, bait. Yeah. I, I would be, too, if, like, you hired me to do a movie only because you knew that someone else would rather have it from me. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Yeah. The, if they didn't fucking fuck over Robin Williams like that, he would have been the Riddler. Oh, really? Yeah. God, that would have been so good. Maybe. I can't. I, I don't see Robin Williams ever playing a bad role, especially if a role of the Riddler, he would fucking kill it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I would definitely be interested in seeing his I'd, take I'd on to on it. the Joker. And then they got Jim Carrey to play it instead later on. Yeah. I mean, Robin Williams dodged a bullet by not being in that fucking That's movie. That's true. Um, we'll cover. The writer Sam Hamm originally wanted Willem Dafoe as the Joker. See. We're so close. Yeah, every freaking time. <laughs> uh, yeah, Richard Donner, the director of the of the Superman movies, uh-huh. he also wanted Defoe as the Joker, along with Mel Gibson as Batman, which I could see back then. When Mel he, Gibson has the voice for Batman for sure, and he he was in his Lethal Weapon days, so he's like fit and shit. That's true. And like, aside from all the the outside stuff that Mel Gibson has partaked in. He's a good actor. Partooken? Partake partaken in. Partooken in. He's uh, a he's a good actor. Richard Donner also wanted Mel Gibson. Wait, I said that? Yep. Uh Michael J. Fox is Robin. Which eighty nine well, eighty nine. Might have been a little too old. It might have been a little too old. But then they got fucking uh Yeah. Chris O'Donnell. Right? Yeah. As, he was already like twenty eight, so yeah. fuck it. Who knows? And he also wanted Joe Pesci as the penguin, which would Joe have been Pesci would have been a sick. great penguin. God, dude, a fucking like a Goodfellas fucking casino wild card fucking penguin. They would have to give that movie a rated R so that Joe <laughs> Pesci could swear. 
going to get that fucking Batman. Was that Joe Pesci or was that? That, that was a shitty Joe Pesci. <laughs> or was that Mark Wahlberg again? <laughs> um, Kiefer Sutherland was offered the role of Dick Grayson All before right. the character was written out of the script. Which also, back then, he's too old. Yeah. He's too old. Yeah. Well, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland was... Yeah, because he was in like the 40s in the early 2000s, so he could have probably uh, did okay. I don't know how old he was in 89. The Batmobile was fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, the Like the design team came up with it, mm-hmm. and Tim Burton was like, how's he supposed to get in the car? <laughs> because there's no doors. Right. So they came up with like the like the... Like the ejection cockpit. Right, yeah. Where it slides open, which is awesome. Uh, and Michael Keaton was the first to perform Batman's voice at a lower register. Oh, uh, really? He was the first one? Mm-hmm. Because, <sighs> what, before that, there wasn't much for Batman. Yeah, there was, there was fucking, Adam West yeah, Batman. Where he was just doing his own voice. <laughs> which, if you thought this was campy, go watch the Adam West Batman. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh yeah, which became, which of course became the way to do the voice going forward, famously with Kevin Conroy, who was yeah. famous for the animated series. Yeah, yeah, he's God pipes on that guy. Um, I didn't know that. Oh fuck, blanking on names. Batman, the guy that played Batman, Michael Keaton. Yeah, I didn't know he had a great perm. <laughs> His hair is insane. Eighties man, I know. They're like is. I, is his hair naturally curly like that? Because I don't remember seeing him with that kind of hair in other roles, but he's also gone bald. I don't know. Have so. you? What was his hair in, like, Mr. Mom? I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember. I don't remember I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, because of his roles like Mr. Mom, 50,000 people wrote into WB, like, protesting their casting of Michael Keaton as Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he wears it short, and he's, like, mostly bald, so it's hard to tell. And then they'll just show his pictures of Batman where he has a perm. <laughs> I really liked to hear from Tim Burton if that was an art style. That he's Tim like, Burton, no, call in. Perm. Right in. <laughs> PopCultureBicycle at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it is naturally curly. Just from that photo, it looks like he's fucking bald, dude. What do you mean from that photo? Well, the hair that he has isn't naturally curly. It seems it looks like frizzy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's got a natural perm. I just um, yeah, that was the only thing that was throwing me off every time I seen him as Bruce Wayne in this movie. I was like, God, he has such curly hair, and it's dark. I think they dyed it. Uh. Yeah, I think he is blonde. Is he blonde? In real life. Yeah, so they dyed it black, which I was like, it's throwing me off. Well, at least dark brown or whatever. Yeah, fucking Batman is brown haired. Um, Yeah, Bob Kane wasn't a fan of the casting either, but Bob Kane fucking sucks because he stole fucking credit for creating Batman, even though he his design was Batman and like red spandex and bat wings and just a domino mask did, did you see the bob kane reference easter egg that they did well with the sketch yeah yeah bob kane sucks though fuck bob kane <laughs> bill fingers the one that fucking came up with like the good design of 
right. Batman coming up with Robin in the Batmobile and shit. Be Fuck do Bob do King. Do. The more you know. Um. Oh yeah. Instead of being Keaton sized, the original script uh, had Bruce Wayne described as having muscles on top of muscles, which makes sense for a superhero because they're yeah. always and at, abnormally after this huge. movie. Sylvester Stallone blamed this movie for superheroes like not having muscles on top of muscles like him because he yeah he's like oh I didn't get the role yeah. or I didn't get the role I'm Batman. <laughs> Uh, Ray Liotta, Liotta? Yeah, Ray Liotta, good fellas again. He was offered the roles of Harvey Dent, Batman, and Joker, but turned them down to film Goodfellas. Oh, that was a good choice for him. Yeah, I mean, either way, he would have been fucking fine. He would have been fine, but I... He would have been an amazing fucking Harvey Dent slash Two-Face. Yeah, and that was, that was another thing. I couldn't... I know I've seen this movie before. They, they used to play on TBS nonstop. Uh... But I was like, oh, do we get to see Harvey Dent as Two-Face in this movie? Because mm-hmm. I, was, I was kind of fucking fucking up all the movies in my head. And then I was like, no, because I've never seen uh, Billy D. Williams as Two-Face ever. I'm like, that can't be right. Yeah, they're just, I think it was Joel Schumacher. His Two-Face was just Two-Face. Yeah. Uh, if Tim Burton would have done Batman Forever, his uh, third movie in his trilogy... They would have had Billy D. Williams become Two Face, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, and be the main villain. Um, Tim Burton initially wanted Adam West and Julie Newmar, which is Batman and Catwoman from the '66 oh, series, right, 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 to play Thomas and Martha Wayne in the flashback where they get fucking murdered. That'd have been fucking a nice little, yeah, icing on the cake there. Uh, Burton wanted the audience to recognize West and Newmar from the 66 series getting shot and symbolizing the quote-unquote death of the old Batman. Which, the old Batman's terrible. <laughs> I, I remember I was watching, I think it was the, the movie, maybe it was the, the TV series of the Adam West Batman one time. And I don't remember much from it because I'm trying to repress it, but I remember that Batman and Robin were climbing into a helicopter the batcopter probably yeah and as they're climbing up the ladder into it they're over water and the shark comes out of oh, the water yeah, yeah it's like, like the fucking shark repellent yeah i was like holy shit <laughs> yeah that idea was scrapped and west later said he was never even offered the role and even if he was he wouldn't have accepted it i wonder why um i don't know because they didn't offer him the role of Batman in this movie. How old was Adam West at Oh, 89? my God. Old as shit. Yeah, he was... Fuck. He looked like he was in his early 40s yeah. in the 66 series, but early 40s back then was probably, like, mid-20s. That's true. <laughs> and the I'm pretty sure the third uh, Batman movie, if Tim Burton would have made it, had one of the Wayans brothers... Maybe Marlon Wayans as you saying this one time as Dick Grayson, but that was scrapped. But I think he is in the the eighty nine Batman comic that came out recently. Oh, really? Maybe that's cool. <laughs> Maybe could be yeah. making it up. <laughs> could be true. Yeah, I could have read it somewhere. Could have made it up. So, 
Great movie. It it is some of the campiness. I was like, ah, but it's probably because I've just been so used to watching like the grittier Batman films. I never remembered how fucking loose the like the Batman cowl was on his yeah. fucking face, like the, especially around the fucking mouth. It looks like it's fitted for someone else that has like a wider face, right? And in the beginning, like when they did the whole first scene of Batman, he like holds up the oh the yeah, cape. like that's <laughs> so stupid. But it's like fucking folding out one of those fans. Yeah, and he did it twice because he did it, jumped down, and then did it again. I'm like, you don't. We get it. You're a bat. Did you notice his fucking sweet Nike shoes? I didn't. Yeah, they were custom Nike shoes because Warner Brothers wanted. Like some product placement, but Burton's like, nah, go fuck yourself. Oh, really? Which good, is good, good for Tim Burton. Which is why, like, in the Joel Schumacher movies, they had different like suits. Like they had the ice suits and shit. Oh, right. So I like, could fucking sell toys. <laughs> Which I mean, I guess if you're gonna try to make money off a franchise, you're gonna want to try to get toys too. But still, yeah, that's why pretty much anything is made. Yeah. Like, Transformers was created to sell toys. Yeah, exactly. G.I. Joe created to sell toys. My uh, Little Pony. Created to sell toys to weirdos. <laughs> <It sells. laughs> Bat neckbeards. All right, so um, let me see if we got any new reviews. Ooh. We do not. Garbage. Disappointed. Check Spotify. Disappointed. Suck my teeth at you. Um, no reviews on Spotify. Dang, guys! I really need to sign into Gmail on my fucking <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> so, anyways, next week, uh, Dracula, right? Rob Stoker's Dracula, definitely, yep. definitely yeah, next week for sure. And within or in the next couple weeks we should have a bonus episode coming out bonus episode with so like subscribe to our patreon listen to uh, please <laughs> please <laughs> please <laughs> all right well we have anything else to say luke if it is your real name mm. if you say something about jackass you're fired <laughs> no i don't right. that's it that's it. Well, folks, thanks for like tuning in and like. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for being you. Hey. But hey. you know what? Try to be better. All right. Here's looking at you, kid. Leave us reviews. Leave us reviews. Leave us reviews. Leave us reviews. Leave Chant us with us. Reviews. <laughs> Chant with <laughs> us wherever you're at. You're in driving. Your car at work. <laughs> Leave us reviews. And run into your boss's office, start pounding on his desk, yelling, leave us reviews. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our executive producer, Justin. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Pop Culture Bicycle and on Twitter at Pop Culture Bike. You can follow me on Instagram at Pop Culture Jake and Luke at Luke Keyway underscore DG. That's Keyway spelled K E W A Y. If you have any suggestions for us to read and or watch, email the podcast at popculturebicycle at gmail.com or use hashtag popculturebicycle on Twitter. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash popculturebicycle. 